I wouldn't necessarily go to a brewery, see a pepper beer, and order it. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. Going back to Colorado this week, Dolan brought these back for us. Yeah. Tell me the story. Okay, so we were in Colorado for uh, my wife's birthday. Uh, My grandparents live um, in South Park. The area is called South Park, so it's Mm -hmm. Fair Play, Hartzell, um, Buena Vista and Salida. That's all kind of the, in the same area, just west up the mountains from Colorado Springs. Yeah. It's about an hour and a half from Colorado Springs. I actually wrote that down. Where is Salida, Colorado? Hmm. West of Colorado Springs, just outside of Gunnison National Forest. Yep. Now yep. we know. Now you know. Now so, we know. Soul Craft Brewing. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, it's... Um, so in Salida, there's some hot springs. We went and visited oh, there. Really? So we sat in the hot springs and everything, and it's all natural, hot, and it's actually kind of cool because you there's like different spots of the river that like you can see the heat coming up from the ground. Really? And, and then you can create like you move the rocks around and create your own pool, or there's like pools there that they have like actual they look like swimming pools. Yeah. That they've just taken the hot water from and so they naturally heat it and stuff like oh, that nice. Wow. yeah so it's it's always moving in and out it's clean it's it, it's super super awesome um you get sunburnt really easy doesn't matter winter summer no matter what like you're in the yeah, mountains you're in the mountains right um so we went there and then we decided to go to salida for some food i guess there's some walking trails around the river that we wanted to check out Nah, walking. <laughs> walking. walking. As long as the end of the walking trail ends up at a brewery, I think yep. I'm okay. All right. And yeah. yeah, so, well, this brewery wasn't in that area. We had to drive a little bit, but it was definitely worth it. And the view there is awesome. They have a food truck there. Um, so you can order the beers inside and you can go out to their patio, uh, drink the beers, eat the food. Um, yeah, and you can see the mountains from where you're sitting. It's it's all around awesome brewery. So Soulcraft Brewing is located at two four eight West Rainbow Boulevard, Salida, Colorado. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I, I honestly, I've never been there. That seems too far south and west for me. I'm more north and east. Mm-hmm. But so, are we getting close to desert Colorado here? Ironically, that's where the chili parts comes from. Oh, okay. So yep. this is our first pepper beer. Ever? Mm, we had Hot as Hellas. Is that a pepper nah, beer? But did we... Okay, we did as part of like a... Like with a bunch of others. No, it was it was its own episode. Was it? Yeah, it was producer's choice, and I brought in Hot as Hellas. Well, but then we... <laughs> but then, was that it? Yeah. Okay. We had a whole episode on it. Well, Bobby Imagine that. He brought us another hot and spicy. <laughs> Bobby and Scott don't count. So they, 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 they just they don't count. I think they canned some of that today, actually, by the way. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, I could, nice. I could sure. see that going. Uh, 
hours <coughs> Sunday through Wednesday, 11 to 8, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 11 to 9. 5.5%, uh, 24 IBUs. It's a blonde ale brewed with roasted poblano and serrano mm-hmm. chili. No, wait. I'm sorry. Roasted pueblo. And serrano. And serrano chilies. Serranos are hot. Like, I have roasted my own serranos before and regretted it. They're hotter than a jalapeno, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They will burn your eyes. They burn your fingers. And your butt. And yeah. Yes. The Sometimes you can get those at, at a really good uh, Mexican restaurant. You can get the serranos roasted mm. instead of the jalapenos. Yep. Mm. Yeah. I like to say that I like hot food. Yeah. You don't. Mm. I've seen video proof of this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's There's been some spicy things that you Ooh, that smells. You enjoy. It smells like peppers. It does. Yep. I always say, and this is this will probably change my mind today, but my favorite kind of pepper beer is one that uses Anaheim's because it tastes like peppers and it's not that hot. Oh, and it's not hot. Okay. Yes. So when we get past the jalapeno on the old scale, you know, the, mm-hmm. what is it called? Scoville. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it just gets painful for me. Uh, I met Dan from Kinkader. Mm, so yeah, dude, Dan the Wiser. Yep, yep. I met him at, at a at a bar here in town, and uh, they were when they first introduced Devil's Gap, and I was there with with Steve Seidner, and we were eating chicken wings, and he was like, "Hey, we're giving we just introduced this beer, or whatever you wanted to give it a try." I'm like, "Nah, those beers aren't for me." He's like, "You're eating chicken wings. You should try it." fantastic hmm. wow. so the only thing i think i might be missing from this would be some chicken wings okay nice i, don't know. I just two nights ago had um with chicken the devil's gap raspberry mm. i mm-hmm. bet that was good yeah and the raspberry does a spicy. really nice job of cutting through but yeah. still giving you some spice mm-hmm. um do you have this research where does mm. the name Soulcraft come from I do. Hit hit me. Oh, they're calling it in right now. They're calling it right now. <laughs> Bad Brains, 1977. Another music tie-in. Weird. Isn't wow. that weird? How... That's a band that not a lot of people reference or anything. Reggae. So. What is... Okay, here we go. I wrote this down because I thought this was interesting. Uh, they are funk, metal, hip-hop, and soul all mashed into one. I, I would say that that's kind of accurate, yeah. Hmm. Uh, widely regarded as the pioneers of hardcore punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't like that moniker at all. Yeah, I they know. They hate that, which is fine. Um, they've gone through a couple of different lead singers. They've gone through a different... But anyway, they are they are as Rastafari-like punk as you could possibly it's a get. Weird, it's a weird combo, that's for sure. Just last week, we were talking about skateboarding. Mm-hmm. I would skate to Bad Brains. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. you'd have to. Yes, that was part of the lifestyle, was the tunes. Yes. While you're skating. Oh, and they are great. Just do yourself a favor, like hit pause and go look up Bad Brains on Spotify and just listen to a couple of their songs. It's it's they're pretty fast. It's different than anything you've ever heard. Like it is really, yeah. really different. Yeah, that's true. But man, imagine yourself on a skateboard with your hair flowing back mm. and you're seventeen years old. <laughs> That's the shit right there. Well, be better if you're skating with this beer, probably. Okay, well, maybe that's true. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't say we weren't drinking. Just we just weren't beer. drinking this beer. Sure. <laughs> Back in the old days. Right. Um, here's some of the other beers I wrote down for them that I thought would sound kind of cool. A cherry lime haze. That's a sour beer. Oh. Any sort of limeade combination is always good for I'll me. I'll take it. Yep. Sentimental 
an old school IPA. So I assume West Coast. Mm -hmm. So hoppy, a lot of IBUs. And then this one is not a style we've ever done before or even talked about. Kumori, a Japanese-style white ale brewed with yuzu, Y-U-Z-U. Oh. So a Japanese-style white is very similar to a Belgian white. So think of a blue moon, kind of. Yep. Um, there is a there is a brewery that makes Japanese white beers that comes here. You can get it as an owl on the label, but they're imports, and they're kind of expensive, and usually buy them in a single bottle, not a six-pack. So. All right. Have you tried this beer yet? No. I'm <laughs> scared. It smells. Try it. Try it. Because, okay, here's, I'm going to give you my take. I want you to try it. Okay. You've drank it already. Yeah. I actually drank it back on a, uh, what did I do? In Atlas Eats, I got yes. a, what did I get? I don't remember. Mexican food. Uh, from De Leon's? From. Was it there? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, the taco place. So I got tacos from uh, Taco Del Rey. Yep. Taco oh. Del Rey. I did a Taco Tuesday. It would have been about... With this beer. Yep. Last year. Yep. Yep. Around April of 2020, um, yep. I did a Taco Tuesday, and I drank this beer with the tacos. Um, fantastic together. Was not expecting how spicy this beer is. It's, But here's the thing. It's not... It is. I'm going to guess it's going to build on us, huh? Well, I can feel it. It's in your throat. But it's yeah, not like... Yeah, I can like, feel it. Okay, so hot as hell is, right? Right. You instantly feel it back in your throat. Mm-hmm. It makes you want to cough. Hiccup. Right? That's what happens to me. <laughs> when I get really... Yeah, really spicy food makes uh-huh. me hiccup. This flavor is awesome. awesome. The flavor is amazing. Awesome. I mean, it tastes like Roasted. pepper skin. Roasted. Like, I feel like that's yep. in my mouth. Yes. Yep. Like, the green, mm-hmm. it just tastes green. Yeah. I, I don't even know how to explain that. Anybody that enjoys jalapenos, bell peppers, that type of thing. Yeah, poblanos or... On the grill. Yeah. That's the flavor. Yeah, mm-hmm. fire roasted. Fire roasted salsa. How Ooh. they did that, I don't know. I Wow. They probably roast them and throw them in there. Just that's, wow. Get that skin. <clears throat> I fully expected to cough and be embarrassing about this. You did okay. I'll drink this whole thing. All right. Um, Look, the can has a pepper and flames, and that's exactly what it tastes like. And it has wings because you're going to go to heaven when you're done. <laughs> I don't know. All right, it'll be a good trip. Yeah. There we go. Mm. I'm sad there isn't more of them. I wrote down this. They have snacks at this place. Snacks. They do. Pickle jar. House-made dill pickles. Oh, oh I didn't see that That would be good there. with this. I'm telling you mm. what. It would be. Yeah. Bavarian pretzel. That yes. sounds pretty good. Oh, without a doubt. Okay. And then truffle parm fries. Okay, I'm always a fan of those. Yeah, yep. yeah. And yep. then they had actual food, grub, it said. Green chili quesadilla. Yep. That'd yes. be bomb. Yes. Euros. Mm. I didn't see the euro when I was there. And then this is for the li- like the native Coloradoans, right? The quinoa and buckwheat okay. bowl. Oh, that's, that's very Colorado. <laughs> yeah, that's for them. Yeah. Give me the quesadilla. Or the Euro. They had um, green chili burgers when I was there mm-hmm. out it's of like, the dude. food truck. What's the green ch- hatch? Pepper? Hatch chili. That's yeah. what it kind of reminds me of. There's okay, a little yep. bit of that. Yep. If you go to Untapped and just read the description for this beer, this is what it says. And I didn't think, I, I guess it's, you're getting down close to the four corners, right? So you're yeah. getting, right? You're By getting, Durango-ish. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes sense. Many people know Colorado for its majestic beauty. But not many know of the deep affection for chilies. Most of the coveted, most of the most coveted are the Pueblo chilies. The green chili ale, this green chili ale, captures all of the love of gr- of fresh 
roasted chilies. A deep roasted aroma greets you, and a wonderful chili flavor follows. Serrano chilies are added to create a bright flavor and heat. English hops provide a light bitterness and floral note to let the chilies shine through. Finish The finish is a crisp and slightly spicy. Enjoy with breakfast, lunch, or dinner. We have to think, too, like, at this point, you're halfway between Santa Fe and Denver. Yes, so you got to be in the culture. You're, sure. you're getting best of both worlds. I'm telling you, every small town around that area, mm-hmm. Jefferson City, um, Hartzell, they, they've all got like a small place where they do hatch chilies or Pueblo yeah. chilies, right? There's a pizza place in, in Hartzell, and I'm, I'm talking like, there's like 50 people that live in this town, right? I'm exaggerating, but it feels oh, that way. Okay. So super small. Super small. And um, they've got a pizza place that just opened up. It's a, it's super awesome, so good. But yeah, hatch chilies, pueblo chilies, like anywhere Yum. on anything. It, it brings me back to why we do this in the first place, right? We started talking about this two years ago because the the traveling nurses that send us all these beers that talk about this when they find these little places, like you just said, yeah, right. The little pizza place that nobody would ever go to unless you were in town. Right. Mm -hmm. That type of thing. Like, you're going to find the most amazing things and make the most amazing memories Mm -hmm. at those places. I'm going to jump on your bandwagon a little bit, but I'm also going to correct something. It's actually three years. Ooh. Because I've been here here three years Have we been doing this three years? We we started the first one my first week. So I've been here three years. Wow. Wow. Okay. The other day we made a... Uh yeah, a video the top five IPAs top five IPAs and uh, has it, it been? We, we couldn't figure out if it was mm-hmm. two years or one I year. Have been, I had my three year anniversary. Look, it's been just, three years. Just this morning, as I was driving into work, I was listening about you vomiting nachos underneath your bed. What happened in <laughs> Chicago, in Bloomington, <laughs> Illinois. So <laughs> I don't know. So. Um. I think that the description that you read from is very accurate to what it tastes like. It's like exactly. sometimes you don't get anything, no description really. It just says like we like making hazy IPAs. Like that's their whole thing. Right. This is like they tasted it and they thought about it and they put it in there and that's if you read that and you don't like what that sounds like, then don't buy this beer because it's it's mm-hmm. exactly what it says it is. Right. Well, fun fact, these cans that I brought back, right? Um they were on a rack uh, for on sale, they were fifty percent off because um, they were about to go bad, or the cans got damaged. I can't remember the reason, but but yeah, they had like a ton of these on a rack, and mm. they're like fifty percent off. I I seriously just texted a picture of my brother because my brother lives in Centennial. Okay, so not far. It, it would take him an hour and a half maybe to get to Salida. Well, I mean, anywhere over there is about forty five minutes to an hour because yes. you're you're going around and up and down the valley like right these are mountain towns you know yeah and there's no straight <laughs> he's asked me a few times have you had this beer yet because he would bring it to me oh and because yeah. they like Soulcraft a lot this yeah. is one of the breweries they go to okay and i just sent it to him like this is just wow yeah mm-hmm. it's real good wow Founded by Mike LaCroix. Okay. <laughs> Didn't like, find a year. LaCroix, not the... No. The okay. Drink. Okay. No. No. Uh, here's what he said. The name is something I've been thinking about for a while now. Years, in fact. 
The name initially came from a Bad Brain song, Soulcraft. To me, the song and the lyrics represent the way of a way of life, being grateful and striving to be your best. Yeah. I. Yep. If you're not trying to be the best, then what's the point? Then what's the point? Yeah. Mm. So, I, I mean, dude's right on. I didn't find it. I didn't find a year that he was that, that this started or whatever. Yeah. Quite honestly, it doesn't matter. It, it, this is. If we had to drink a chili beer, this is what I would want. Yeah. Yeah. What other beers do they have? What kind of style? Other than the ones that we talked about? Sour, old school IPA? Do they make like hazies or wheats or anything like that? They you know? had, they were all across the spectrum when I was there. I nice. mean, there was browns, there were stouts. They had a coffee stout that I had was, I believe it was just called coffee stout. There you go. Um, it was super, super good. Uh, that was Sam's favorite. They had a cherry porter. Ooh, nice. Um, that was prettybomb.com. Uh, and then I ended up having a uh, uh, Mexican lager. Um, I can't remember which one it is. They had two Mexican lagers. There was one uh, amber and one uh, not like regular, yeah. right? Uh, and that one was really, really good. That one was probably my favorite. Um, but a lot of a lot of uh, Mexican names in sure. their beers. Um, I mean, southern it makes sense for Southern right? California yeah. or S- Southern Colorado. Yeah. Um, I mean, not many places make two different kinds of Mexican lagers. You're right. lucky to get one. So yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Right. Well, yeah. And I, th- that was pretty awesome. That was the one I started with actually. Uh, and, and made me go, Oh damn, <laughs> let's get a flight. Let's try it all. You yeah. know, uh, they had one and my brother has had it and he's not a Pilsner guy at all. Uh, they have one called sticky pills. Which I, Colorado, right? Sticky, sure, yeah. It's, it's, right. There's yeah. definitely a weed reference there or whatever, but it's not like they use mm-hmm. Halo hops. It's but it has that kind of smell to it, or whatever that would draw those someone that's seeking that sort of beer out. Mm-hmm. Clean, good pilsner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I can't remember what other beer I brought back from there, but uh, it was also on that. 50% rack. I think it was just can damage. Like they said that the, the tote fell and some of the cans yeah. dented. Mm. So I don't know. I'll still drink it. Yeah. It was really good. The only thing, other thing I wrote down about bad brains, which going back to music, cause that's such a part of what we do here. Uh-huh. Anyway, what we talk about, uh, 1990 bad brains collaborated with Henry Rollins, uh-huh. which, okay, fine. That's, that's enough for me right there. Uh, on a song called kick out the jams which appeared on Pump Up the Volume, the movie. Yeah. I love that movie. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Kick out the jams, motherfuckers! Yeah! I'm gonna kick it out! Yeah! I'm just thinking about how, even to this day, scary and aggressive henry rollins looks (laughs) you know like if you were to see him on the street you wouldn't go up to him probably you might because you know him but well yes who he is but if you didn't know who he was you'd stay away do you remember the uh the the it was a clip on beavis on beavis and Uh butthead oh yeah because i'm a liar oh yeah right and that's what made him kind of what yeah that launched him yeah. Black flag aside, right? I mean, that launched him into. Well, a lot of people didn't even know he was in that. No. Yeah. Right. I uh, drummer for my one of my bands, uh, Mike Catrone. He's a, uh, I guess I don't know if metal is the right word, but he reminds me of Henry Rollins in his physical okay. stature. He's like a mm. taekwondo instructor, and he's 
Uh, got gray short hair sometimes. Sometimes it grows out. He's a teacher up here in Omaha. Mm-hmm. And just a straight up badass. <laughs> and we played a show one time at Bob's Tavern in Lincoln, and we were playing there. And I'm singing, doing my thing, front man, channeling Jim Morrison, got my eyes closed, kind of. I feel something go past me. I look, what was that? It was Mike, our drummer. He got up mid-song because some dude was harassing his wife in the crowd. And he like went out and took care of him and then came back and played the rest of the song. <laughs> so he always reminds me of Henry Rollins. So that's that's kind of funny. You gotta take care of your shit. He, yeah, he right? take care, he will take care of everybody's shit. Yeah. That's for sure. And he'll wow. teach you how to take care of yours too. Nice. Yeah, I, I That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. If, if there was a beer that I hadn't looked forward to, it was probably this mm. one. And I that I'm so wrong on so many levels. I like it. It's good. If I just if I had some chicken wings, yeah. this is it, this is a five all day long. With like a sweet glaze. Oh, you know yes. what I mean? Like just a Chili. little sweetness, a little yeah. brown Chili. sugar, yeah. maybe. Yep. Yeah, I've been. Yeah. I have one can in my fridge. That I've been saving for mm. winter, so that way when we make our first batch oh, of chili, put it in there. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. gonna dump it in there. Mm-hmm. Well, here's where we're going research-wise. You mm. kind of hinted at it a little bit, okay? When I when I saw that, I was like, "Yep, we're gonna do it." The history of Lacroix. We hear because ah. I saw the guy's name and I was like, "Ding ding, here thank, we go." Thank you, Mike. Founded in 1981 by the Wisconsin company G. Heilman Brewing Company. So, uh, the guys that do old style? I th- it might be. That's old style. They do LaCroix? In 1981, they sure did. Really? Oh. And then they were purchased by the National Beverage Corporation in 2002. Okay. So their logo was also then redesigned, and it's been the same ever since. So you know what LaCroix looks like, yep. right? Yes. All right, so I'm... The research really that I did was on the the logo of LaCroix and the can look. Um, the logo was meant to show water and movement. Yeah. So you're supposed to like, you know, you're going to get, you're going to know what you get when you look at the can, I guess. Multicolored layers allowed to code per flavor so they could just drop in black cherry or lime or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's easy for them on that end. Um, they had kind of like three different designs that they liked the best. And they did, uh, what do you call it when you market survey, I suppose, brought mm-hmm. in people off the street and they're like, okay, which one do you like? And the one that everybody liked was the one that the management group and the people that designed it was their least favorite. And that's what everybody liked and that's what they went with. So apparently the public knows more than the designer. I don't know. It's been <laughs> the same ever since. Um, that says, this is one of the things I read, was some, um, an expert in like logos and design, right? So he says, the logo type is not especially well crafted. The pattern and the cans look like a love child of Monet and Grandma <laughs> Moses. So Monet, you know, watercolor painter, he's famous. Grandma Moses was like one of the most famous. Um, oh, what's the term? There's a term for it. So it's like a, a someone that makes a lot of paintings, but they're not a professional, very amateur. Okay. Like unskilled, untrained, but they just make a lot of paintings. Yep. And her paintings sell for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. She made a lot of them. Um, so that combined is what this guy says their logos and labels look like. Hmm. Um, color bleaching. It's like we've talked about this a lot in, in beer land, uh, labels and shelf space. Mm-hmm. When people were walking down the aisle, that grabbed your eye, especially in nineteen or 2002. Kind of was a throwback to the 90s, it looked like to me. 
and it still does, which is coming around always again, it seems like. Yeah. So that was one of the reasons it, it was designed was to, to catch your eye, and it seems to do that. Um, another quote says, LaCroix's packaging defies all the rules of design, given that the logo is barely legible over that swirling yep. hangover <laughs> puke. So they vomited on the can, slapped the name on there, and people buy it. Yeah. Optimistic Color Fest with a faux French name. That's another name thing that somebody has said about LaCroix, <laughs> which I don't know, maybe. I'm not a big drinker of it. I'm not a fan. I am. Dolan is. Yeah. Yep. Originally, back in the 80s, they had six flavors. Now there's 27. Wow. Which I did not know. <clears throat> there are 12 production facilities in the United States that make this stuff. And that mostly pumped up from when that was bought out in 2002. Because that was central, like, Wisconsin, Michigan area. And now it's, like, coast to coast. Kind of like a, ver- a small version of Coca-Cola, you know, yeah. or Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Um, they built in transportation to their warehouses so they actually would have like trucks and stuff in their place so they wouldn't have to pay somebody to ship it for them so it saved them like actual costs of like transporting their stuff um and they would just deliver it directly from their warehouses that are across the country yep so it gets there faster so people they usually don't run out of stuff there's no wait time they just call up their local representative kind of like what we have in the craft beer industry you know your your guy at founders or whatever call them and say i need this order yep that's kind of how they were built hmm. so they were kind of designed in ahead of the time as far as what craft beer does now they, they kind of did that 20 years ago which is kind of cool hmm. so i wrote down these just kind of some sales stats um oh the other thing i did i didn't want to say before we get that because um, there's one of these in lincoln because they had all these production facilities and all across the country, they didn't have to like negotiate or pay independent bottlers, which in Lincoln, there's one that makes like, you know, seven up and Dr. Pepper, Yep, that sort of stuff. It's almost like a contract brewer. So since they owned all these places across the country, they didn't have to pay that. So that also saved on costs. So that was something that was kind of ahead of the time. 2005 to 2018, they had double digit growth in sales every year. Boom, 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 boom. That's pretty great. Okay. Um, in 2019, the article I read said they decided to play a game of chicken and they didn't want to, they were like losing some market share, I guess, to other sparkling waters and stuff. And they said, well, we're not going to change anything. We're not going to do anything different. We're going to stay the course. Yep. And they only increased in sales 4% that year. And it's kind of gone down since then. 4% is still respectable. I would say, but it's not 13 or 20% okay. like they were used to. Okay. You know what's cool about this whole thing? Like, in this area of Colorado, I would. it's like sparkling mineral water exists naturally, hmm. right? So if you go a little bit um, northeast in a town called Manitou Springs, oh, yeah. which is just, yeah, yeah. just west of Colorado Springs, they have a natural drinking fountain that comes right off the river that runs through there. Um, huh. And if you taste it, it kind of tastes like LaCroix, like sparkling water without without any fruity flavor. Yeah, so it's straight just sparkling mineral water, huh. right? And it's filled with it all in that all in this area from where this beer is I from. I mean, that was 130 years ago. People were going out west to these areas. Yeah. To heal themselves because yeah. it was magic water. And every yeah. place right. where they'd find it, they'd build like a hotel above it 
and they'd make mm-hmm. a bathtub or a swimming pool or they would bottle yep. it and they would sell it as like tonic and elixir and yep. yeah you know it was just snake oil really but people would flock to oh, that oh yeah mm-hmm. which is kind of cool and it yeah. still is still in the like the whole mix of you know tourism and stuff yep. yeah um the last thing i was going to say increase in 2019 as far as market the whole market mm-hmm. went up 13% and that's kind of tied into the seltzer crash and craze that we are seeing now right so it was going up and up and up um bubbly you know that brand yes yeah owned by pepsi buble buble in buble. 20 which is a which is a genius marketing thing yes right? it is the, the fact that michael buble actually agreed to this is fantastic <laughs> so we were talking about they were happy or not maybe not happy but they they saw a four percent increase mm-hmm. you know Lacroix. the same year i think 2019 buble how much did they grow Probably 200%. I would say a ton, yes. 216%. Yes. Yeah. Without wow. a doubt. That is nuts. <laughs> that is nuts. I believe it, though, because they really did come out of nowhere. Like, yeah. whenever Buble did that commercial, it was just like... It was a Super Bowl ad, wasn't it? Boom. It was Might just, been. It was Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden just All of a sudden, off. bubblies were everywhere. Yep. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess if you like that, and maybe that's why I'm not a seltzer guy. Yep. Because of the Buble's. <laughs> uh, that's in, that is in there, um, but I thought that was interesting. All all the stuff because I've it is an iconic look, uh, the, la- the like the label and the logo, and it's cool that it hasn't changed. Um, I'm hoping maybe we can link to this in the in the drop that we do. There's a song that came out maybe two or three years ago called Lacroix Boy. Lacroix Boy <laughs> that is fantastic. And it's just this dude that's in love with Lacroix. It's very great. So <laughs> check that one out. It's on YouTube. So I started looking up G. Heilman, right? Because mm-hmm. that's Wisconsin, yeah. Illinois. Is it like, mayonnaise maker? It is. He, they're, they're brewers. So that, okay. They've been brewers since 1858. Holy crow. Wow. They And this is shocking. I didn't know this. I would love to do old style. Let's. We should do old style, maybe as dad beers or something like that. Okay. We do, or whatever. Are we going to just do an old style episode? We could. We could. So Cubs beer. Old <laughs> style's been around since 1858. They've owned uh, Kingsbury Brewery, Duluth Brewing Company, Jacob Schmidt. So if you've had Schmitz, Schmitz yeah, that's old school. Okay, Rainier. Oh, I've had Rainier. Yep, and Yellowstone actually. Stag. I've had, had that. You've had yeah. Stag. Carling. You've had Carling before. Mm, uh, you know the you know the label. No, with the C C A Carl I N G Carling. Maybe you've had. I know you have. Uh, Pabst. Oh, they yeah. own Pabst for a while. Yep. And Lone Star. I've drank a lot of Lone Star. Absolutely. Here's some of the brands that they've either owned or distributed. Old Style, Browmaster, yep. Blatz, Blatz, Schmidt, Sterling, Rainier, Beck's, Carling, Colt 45, LaCroix, yeah. Lone Star, yeah. and Hacker Shore. They, Hacker Shore? They were the exclusive huh. provider of Hacker Shore. And it doesn't say. It just says 1986 to Dash. So maybe it's current. Maybe it's current. Maybe they are That's the how current we're getting distributor for Hacker Shore. I don't huh. know. So, I mean, if you want to you tie that back to beer, yeah, these guys are as old school as it gets. That's pretty cool. Because it's almost like a mirror of where we're at now, but they were doing it 2002. And then if you want to come sit with me in the uh, right center field bleachers at Wrigley... 
Yeah. We can drink some old styles. Oh, yeah. And they're delicious. They are pretty good on a hot yeah. day. Right. That can hasn't changed much either no. over time. No. Not one bit. And that's fine with me. And the taste hasn't changed at all either. Yeah. Um, it's not great. Again, Dolan. I thought this would be a Dolan episode. Yeah. Right? I thought this would be all about him or whatever. This beer's great. This is this yeah. is this is really really good. I will say you can't well you could probably, but I w- I wouldn't recommend it. Slamming this? No. No. You no. go ahead and just, you know, take your time. Now, I did want the other thing I was going to do for research and and I went with LaCroix instead because of the beer tie-in. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do like the history of pinstriping, like on cars. Oh, yeah. Because oh, you see yeah. the flames on the can? Yep. That looks like 100% like auto detailing pinstriping. Yes. Very cool. So I I thought about that, but we went with LaCroix. I'm sure we'll, we'll find... like His his name was Exhibit. Um, He had this show called Pimp My Ride. Oh, mm. Exhibit. Exhibit. Ooh. X is going to give it to you. <laughs> yep. I think I said that. Yeah. Well, someday we'll do a beer from L.A., Right, yeah. and there'll be a low rider tie tie mm. tie in, and that's that's what we'll we get. We can do it, okay? Without yeah. pinstriping. All right, no. we'll do it sometime. TripAdvisor, uh, four point five out of five reviews on uh, four point five out of five on fifty reviews. What's the lowest TripAdvisor we've had? Do you think? Because they all feel like, like they're around four, four, yeah, five. Yeah, three and a half. We've had some three and a halves. Have we? Okay. This is the number seven thing to do out of thirty five things in in Salida, Colorado. Wow. So number that's seven, good. that's not bad. That's not bad at all. It'd be number one for me, but that's just well, I mean, me, I, we, my genetics. We are craft beer guys. I would, I would specifically seek out, yeah, something like look this. because it's so close to Buena Vista and the hot springs there. There's a lot of things happening downtown. Yeah, it was a really cool town. Like they had the skate park right next to um, mm, the pack. the. Uh, the uh, there's a like a bar a concert bar there where you can get food and stuff and the skate park was l- legitimately in the back alley so you could listen to the band and skate if you wanted and like i said that river that runs right through town downtown it's like a huge park and there's walking trails that go all around there with just amazing cool. views nice. and you've never been here no 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 huh. i've never oh, been down yeah. there now yeah you gotta go my brother on the other hand is multiple yeah. times i'll go with right. him at some point okay but yes and downtown is such a shopping hub like there's so many local mom and poppers. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yes. I like, I love that that's stuff. the best part about going on like on a vacation yep. is that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh so the one that I clipped out of TripAdvisor said August of twenty twenty, which I think is fine. I mean it's we're in the recent ish, yes. Right. Heart of COVID or whatever. Uh-huh. He says, We've lived in Colorado for eleven years and Soulcraft is by far our favorite brew pub overall. Even though they are two hours away, we sometimes drive over an hour to have a beer. And that's good. And they just keep getting better. Happy hours from 3 to 6, 25% off the largest size in that particular beer that you want. No longer $2 off, no matter the size. The food truck is a permanent fixture outside. Not a lot of choices, but pretty good food. So, good beers, food Food. truck. What else do you want? And listen, there's really good breweries just 30 minutes away in Buena Vista. I mean, you you got... Eddie line mm. and you know and like for somebody to say that that's yeah. 
That's pretty I, good props. Dude, yes. I'm not dri- I'm not driving 10 minutes to get a beer. <laughs> you know? These people purpose. are driving an hour both right. ways. Yeah, no thank yeah. you. And this is their favorite place to go. Well, that's good. It's I mean, awesome. I love their patio. This thing has got an amazing flavor. I, I just can't it. get over the pepper flavor without the I was so scared it was just going to burn the just whole way down. So much heat. Like drinking hot sauce. <laughs> yes. And it's not that way. And it's not that. It's hot in a good way. It's uh, it's like every drink you breathe out, I still get that, the fire. Yeah. But it doesn't last long. You still get no. it. No. Yeah, you still get it's it. It's kind of clearing my sinuses, and I'm happy for that. I've got allergies right now. <laughs> so, untapped should not surprise you. 2000. 50. Oh, I was going to say super no. small. 2,473 check ins. What do you think we're at? Based on everything we just said, have you checked this in? I think I believe I have. He has, yes, one time. Discriminated. He was drunk. It doesn't count. <laughs> All right. I don't even remember what, what I checked I it in. Say, what would you say now? What would I say now? Because um, sometimes tastes change over time. I would give it a three seven five. You gave it a four originally, but that's fine. Okay. Okay. It's in the same in range. It's in the same when you're at park. the brewery drinking that from a taste versus from a yeah, can, it's just totally different. different. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Because these were on the damage rack. The, right. the can was banged. Yeah. Never. I mean, they didn't look banged. Uh, mine doesn't look banged. No, mine nope. either. No, nope. it's so. good. I'm going to say the the overall score is mm-hmm. 4.02. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with 3.81 just because of last time. 3.77. Seven, seven. Okay. But That's still pretty good. But look, I, I wouldn't necessarily go to a brewery, see a pepper beer, and order it. No. Right? No. So there's a little bit of an intimidation, right? You're looking yeah. for this, and it's still. Yeah. It, I think that's low, quite honestly. I think as a pepper beer goes, it's a four two five. Oh, all day oh, long. Wow. Right? This might be the best pepper beer I've had. I because of there's there's yes, it's hot, but it's not burning me, and it tastes super good. I you got a winner here, Dolan. I'm sad there isn't more of these. Because like Dolan said, I want to cook with them now. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I want to marinate some chicken. I want to put it in a chili. I want to... This is too good right? for cooking. You got to drink this. <laughs> but, what's, yeah. uh, what's going on out here? Carpet cleaning. Oh, okay. okay annual carpet cleaning. Got it. Uh, All right. Yeah. You hear I hear it. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah, like, what is happening? It's a good I thought thing that we're... was my stomach with the peppers. Mm. I wasn't sure. But I think it's the carpet cleaner. <laughs> it's a good thing we're done. All right, fellas. We're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.